All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very momentous occasion here on Driving with Dave. It's our first interview with more than one guest, and we're joined by Nashville royalty, Bachelor in Paradise royalty, Bachelor in Bachelorette royalty. It's Christina Mandrell and Braden Bowers. Woo, quite hey, the introduction there. Uh, you guys have quite the pedigree. Speaking of pedigree, oh. we're also joined, <laughs> look at that, folks, by River. Hello, River. In, yeah. Now, I, I wanted to say our first dog in the car, but we have had my dog Boone sleeping in the back seat before. But he's a your River is a little bit more uh, pronounced there as he sits. 110 pounds. Yeah, so, what's it like uh, introducing some SoCal life into your Nashville world, Christina? Well, you know, I, I lived in California actually when I was uh, 14 to 16. I was kind of back and forth. So uh, that was actually in LA though. So a little bit different, I guess, than San Diego. Um, I feel like this guy here, he just, he kind of fits in wherever he goes. He does have a, he does have a universal like tone to him as far as, just, you know. On earth, just yeah, earthy. So, yeah, I mean, an earthy. <laughs> I think the bigger difference isn't gonna be for me, but probably the whole weather situation. I felt so bad, but I can't do anything about it. Right when he got here, it was like, Snowstorm. Um, well, how? What degree? It got like oh, below. It was negative seven degrees. Well, I you mean, guys moved here like a week before me, and I was, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. they're gonna think I'm following them. I think. <laughs> I, I mean, no, I you planned to come here first, to I be fair. Um, and I was asking what routes you're gonna take and whatnot because we did drive it. So we, from the Golden Wedding, we you drove. Went from the we Golden went from Wedding. From the Golden Wedding. All right, so we're, let's jump right into it. I mean, Bachelor life moves fast, but. Uh, Christina Mandrell pulled a unique card, which is bypassing paradise altogether <laughs> and going straight for the guy. Who slid into whose DMs? How did this all start? All right, you want to take it away, babe? Um, yeah, so it actually started with her reaching out to me. Um, it was, uh, <laughs> she commented on like a post and uh, ended up just like, I, I liked the post. I didn't respond. Yeah, to what the hell? Uh, she was kind of mad at me for that. <laughs> oh, you gave her a stiff like? Mm-hmm. But it was like, I didn't, didn't want to like. Yeah, there were comments under it too, like Christina Mandrell's into the chat, like, wait, wait, p- perfect pairing, whatever. Like. <laughs> but that's Bachelor Nation's always going to see those things and assume the most, you know, egregious Well, they were things. helping me out. They were being my wingman. But, but was it a, was it like an introductory break the ice or were you, were you like, tar- were, were you targeting? Were you like, I, this is my man now? Well, no, because, really? you know. Really? You sure about that? <laughs> you sure about well, that? Brayden, first of all, they'll never admit to it. My wife still doesn't admit that she was into me at all. I just want a good friend, you know? <laughs> yeah, they always want friends. So, yeah, okay. No, of course, I was I was very attracted to him, and then seeing him on charity season, uh, I felt, he said one line in there that really just made, like, mic drop, my mouth opened, and I was just by myself watching, and he said the avatar line of, like, I see you, and I, and I see that, and I say that all the time, I've always said that, and I'm like, I understand that, I feel connected to avatar, can connect our ponytails, and he said <laughs> that, and I was just like, wait, this guy gets it, like, I feel connected, weirdly, through this television, um, but I was barely, uh, really aware that that was maybe not reciprocated he doesn't know who well you know what maybe well you know what's interesting is you both had soft soft villain vibes <laughs> yeah for but sure. I, I say soft villain because the show doesn't like humor they they want to make you funny but they don't want you to be funny is what i feel so i feel like you both have great senses of humor that don't always play in the setting in you know the canvas of of what they're trying to do right and you don't realize that when it's happening too i felt like i was being hilarious and then uh you know for example, the football game, um, I didn't realize that, 
you know, maybe the girls weren't loving me at the time and I'm barking at them. And, you know, the other team was yellow and I was like, who doesn't want a friend to bark at? Yeah. I'm like, let's go. I'm like, we're popping implants today. And there's like, the team was yellow. And I was like, you used to be white until you peed on your uniforms because you scared. And like, they're just looking at me. Thank you. I was just (laughs) so, that was the best day of my life. Well, it's a weird scenario (laughs) where you're trying to impress a guy, but you're also trying to live with the ladies and unlike a normal sorority or fraternity vibe there's only one option there so everyone's laser focused of course (laughs) which builds brilliant um, drama now Brayden did you watch her season did you know what Christina was all about great question great question so I actually watched it was funny we just had this conversation the other day I actually just watched it two nights ago (laughs) so I hadn't really watched her season do you still like Um, me I do still like you okay cool I hadn't really watched any Bachelor or Bachelorette I had no idea what was going on when I was on the show everything was really new to me and so it was just like my you know real life or real-time reactions to everything which is adorable when you're that naive and you go mm. on the show and you're like i don't get why people are mad at me or mm-hmm. you know because brayden i was like you're a villain proof same thing i said about there's guys like blake moines there was guys like greg Rippo where they tried to make a certain way it's like now these are just lovely men that <laughs> No matter what they try to do, you guys are fighting you into the limo and you're just like, nah, man, not going not gonna to mess with my vibes. <laughs> I was I was definitely in for a shock. I mean, it was just, it was like jumping in a pool of cold water. I had mm. no idea really what I was getting myself into. You probably wouldn't have changed much if you did know, though. I honestly, yeah, I don't think I would because even coming into the sec, even coming into mm-hmm. paradise, I don't think I really changed all that much. True. I think the environment changed around me and so maybe I fit into that environment better. But yeah, I just... I wasn't ready for what the bachelorette was at the time. Well, you know, there's this old like football saying, when you practice at half speed, you actually get more injured than if you go full speed. And it's sort of the same idea. If you if you aren't your authentic character, mm. it's like, first of all, if you're your authentic character, they might not like you. But if you're not authentic, you're definitely gonna cause problems in one way or another. And you know? then it hurts more because you're like, well, I was trying to be liked and I'm still not liked. And now I'm not true to myself. And it's this whole confusing bundle of, you know, I don't know. I, I didn't want to go any other way into it than being authentically me, which, you know, we're, now, we're here now. We're happy. Of course, you know, Braden's <laughs> season, he's throwing footballs off, or baseballs off people's faces. and That was you the know. worst. I was literally in the middle of telling a story about how my dad drilled me in the face with a baseball when I hit her in the head with a baseball. Well, that was on charity, to be quite honest. I mean, what are you going to do? You know, you, 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 <laughs> you seated a nice pitch and she, uh, you know, that, that's how it works sometimes. I was trying to loft them up so softly, too, and it was just, there was nothing. There was nothing I could do there. I mean, it's like, is it hard enough to try to have a conversation with somebody and now you're doing it with cameras and you're throwing projectiles into the mix oh my God. and so, hey, peep the jersey here yeah there you go san diego pride right there all right so so strike one christina sends a message she gets stiffed with a like what's the next move because when that happens you're like well i guess i'll go fuck myself now. yeah well and the thing <laughs> is i was trying to take it as lightly as possible in in my mind because i'm like okay well I don't blame them, you know. Am I on I'm a in bike, Tennessee. By the way, am I on a bike path or is this? A <laughs> no, it's all it's all good. <laughs> okay, where are you it's taking me? We're gonna here? go. All right. uh, we're gonna kill you now. I was gonna say this is how it ends. <laughs> this is how driving with Dave ends. True villain status here. We're gonna murder you. Finally, I'll go viral. They'll, find, <laughs> they'll finally print an Us Weekly article about me. Perfect. Okay, so strike one. Go fuck yourself. Then right. Now what? Okay, um, so actually, it was two different videos that I commented on, and yeah. then likes, and then this is actually. But what I was going to say is like, I, you know, I'm in Tennessee and I have a child and, you know, whatever. So I was like, okay, it's not me. 
it's not my character. I'm still funny and hilarious and it's not person that personal. Which is the way you need to be as a woman. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's not me. This guy's oh. messed up. Worst, be, you he, know, he's the he's actually not everything I thought, and he's the worst. Usually, <laughs> and this is what I hear from women: if the guy's not in you, you think he's got some emotional issues, or he's gay. There's only two options. <laughs> why he couldn't be into uh, Nashville's finest? I know. Right. I, I feel. Yeah. I'm so, too humble. But for there that. is a lot going on, Brayden. I mean, well, you're yeah. getting. You're just off the show. Mm -hmm. You're like, who's who? And, and I mean, I was going through counseling at the time too. I was. I was trying to do a lot of stuff just for myself, just because like. Post-show counseling? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, I I love, this is one thing I absolutely love about the show, is they offer you uh, counseling after you get done with it. And so they give you free counseling, like uh, connections and stuff like that. You go through it, they pay for it. And uh, you really get to sort out not only what you went through, but also like things you want to work on. And this is before Paradise after. or after? This, well, I started, I did my first session before Paradise. And then when I got back from Paradise, I ended up doing the rest of the sessions. Now, before you continue, was most of the post-show trauma because of the reception from the audience or what actually happened? Well, no, I mean, I wasn't really too hurt by what the reception was with the audience. I, I don't mind being a villain. I, it was actually kind of fun for me. I felt like Batman. Um, <laughs> but no, he like, Batman. Yeah, who, who doesn't love That's Batman? That's fair. But no, for me, it was, it was mainly like really wanting to get into a place where like I needed to find out what I was doing wrong in relationships because I felt like I kept doing things wrong. I mean, none of my relationships were successful. Um, and so it was kind of just going back to the drawing board, really seeing like, what does it take to be in a relationship and being healthy and successful? And so that was a lot of what the counseling entailed. And then, uh, I had how dare you try to evolve as yeah, a right. <laughs> We do not like that. That is, that does not make good TV. I think it was because he was getting the sense, you know, not really post-show trauma, but post not messaging me back and just pressing like trauma. Could have been. Like feeling that. Clearly. Off, I mean, so you yeah. send him to therapy on that one. <laughs> Yeah, you're, get some help and get back to me, guy. Yeah. Right? But I actually, I did end up responding to her, and I actually reached out, but it was just, she had a story that she posted of uh, Blakely, like, cutting her Barbie's hair. And I was like, all I said was, please tell me you didn't let her cut her own hair. And uh, that was kind of the start of it, They really. were strategic about that, which was and, sweet. Yeah, I he was I waiting mean, for I it to she, be. Yeah, I knew she had a kiddo, and I wanted her to know, like, you know, I know you have a kiddo. I'm not really, you know, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't, like, you know, turn me away in any way. And so... Uh, really wanted to get that point across and so uh, it was cool it was like it was a good kind of segue into like okay now we can start talking because we've addressed this you know addressed this thing and you know made you know that I'm comfortable with it which is a, it definitely made me real I recognized that and that I really appreciate I'll that be honest too. I would have a I would if I was flipping through tinder and I just had somebody who had a child or didn't I wouldn't feel I wouldn't I wouldn't pursue that relationship because I'm I'm like I'm not where I need to be. How am I supposed to take care of somebody else? I don't even have a turtle. I you know whatever. I don't have anything. And so that's that's a that's definitely maturity. Like, did you have to deal with with guys that were like into you? Like like did you have to like drop the I'm a mom card? Well, so that's the thing. I think with social media and any guys that I'd went on dates with, um, I was like, do you want to keep just looping? Do another loop, easier. yeah. It'd be this way. Sorry. Okay. Um, but yeah. So with this day and age with social media and whatnot, anyone I'm going on a date with or whatever knows that beforehand. So I didn't really ever have to deal with I mean, dropping. what if you meet someone at a bar or something? I feel like just here in Nashville, like I'm, I'm from Nashville You're too. You're that big so, of a deal. I mean, I'm the huge deal here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I mean, but I'm in a group of people and it's just well known and I think pretty early on if you're flirting with someone or whatever, like you're going to be what's your Instagram or, or yeah. something like that? I mean, as far as 
yeah, I mean, my that's, experience. That's the way. the way it works. Is like, let's get the basics out of the way. Mm-hmm. Or, is this thing compatible? So you go from texting on Instagram. How quick? I mean, what's the evolution? Voice notes to FaceTime to we should hang. Like, where do we go? Like, wh- like what was the catalyst that went from, hey, we know each other to we're flirting and this is something. Well, this is funny. So... Uh, We'll talk about this, but you, I actually heard you say something in your amazing, wonderful videos that you made about us. Thank you. Uh, about the Tenacious D reference. Love and you it. were like, oh, I'm, I've, you know, I wonder if Christina actually likes them, if that was just like a move on her point. So um, actually, we so messaged on Instagram for like a couple days, right? Um, no, no, a day? You kind of gave me your number that very Oh, day. So yeah, like, that's true. So we were messaging, and then I went. <laughs> <laughs> she tried to play it no, cool. No, 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 I meant like texting. He's like, no, you just gave me the number no, right so away. We to, oh, I, I really did. I really did. I went to work that night, and then she ended up texting me while I was at work, and or DM me at work, and she's like, hey, uh, here's my number. Or like, she just sent her number. I said, like, there's, I said, not me unsolicited, unsolicitedly throwing my number at you yeah, and, and so, I did say that but I meant we messaged for a couple days but number is number is such a symbol because it's like well no, whether it's a number of social media who cares right but it is that that leftover I don't know. symbol I think it's like, a whole step that number uh-huh, right <laughs> and so I actually ended up facetiming her that night and we literally facetimed for four hours whoa I mean, we just we were up all night I got off at like 11 and then all of a sudden it was 4 a.m and I was like oh shoot I have to go to bed for work tomorrow that's when you know the convo's going well when you're looking for like extension cords for your phone right yes. like oh shoot we're time, low on battery me and so I was just in my car. I just stayed in my car and I was FaceTiming her. I didn't realize before, that. Yeah. And so I was just like, I, I knocked my seat back and I just started talking to her. And it was just like, it was so easy to talk. And it was, you're like convincing her, I don't live in my car. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah. Was, but she's like, I, don't I have a house. Come to see. <laughs> By the way, your dad's cool, man. So they came cool. to my stand up show and I was like, who's your friend? <laughs> like, this guy's young and yeah. cool. And what's well, the deal? My dad literally is, uh, I mean, he's not even, I mean, he's 20 years older than me. He had me pretty young. And so he just, we're hanging buddies and we go out and do stuff all the time together. But uh, yeah, so it was cool. So we started FaceTiming then, and then the next day, um, I think we started talking. I made a Tenacious D reference, and that was when she actually said, "Oh, I actually have tickets to Tenacious D." Well, I was week. like, "Did you just make a Tenacious Here's the thing D with Tenacious D, D, right? And for people who don't know, um, first of all, fuck her gently. Is that the name mm-hmm. of the song? That's what the, the best, fuck? One of the best. I have just died wanting to run into Jack Black, oh, but man. it's not like saying, "Oh, I like Keith Urban," which is like cool. We love Keith Urban, right. but like Tenacious yeah. D is a Mood. You you you're gonna find your people that way. Yeah, it's a it's yeah. like, and if you don't know, you can introduce them. But if you already do know, it's like, okay, we vetted you. You just passed four levels. Yeah, like oh, some exactly. of my girlfriends that I'm hanging out with, I'm not just gonna like pop it in the CD player and uh, you know just get away with Jack it. Black is such a nice guy. So yeah. many videos of him go viral of him singing Pick a Destiny or mm-hmm. like, you know, his School of Rock songs to like people when they meet him. I mean, he is just, he's a performer through and through. So I don't know if he's going to play at your wedding, but I, I vote for it. I Let's vote, go. I, Actually, it was yeah. cool. We reached, uh, Tenacious D saw our engagement and saw his reference and they're like, oh, you heard you Tenacious D fans and like they sent us some like They uh, sent merch. some merch. So, no well, way. It was so funny. We so appreciated that. That was the coolest thing ever. But also, I had most of the merch already so we just have <laughs> like, i've got this size mine's faded i'll yeah. take yours like, all right so you go so immediately we're, we're talking fast tracked we're oh, talking know well, each yeah. other christina's throwing numbers at you you would pick a you know a tenacious d reference well, it was the concert was in less than a week so i was like well if you really are a fan he's like no like you aren't a fan i'm like you aren't a fan if you really are you can prove it i have an extra ticket here which i've never told you this babe you know what why i had two tickets which is funny because you were you like, I wonder if she had two tickets. No. I, <laughs> I, so this is my would have been my sister and I's fourth time going. And I messaged her and I was like, hey, um, 
is there any way? She's like, yes, yes. I was like, thank you. And so, because I had like surprised her with it. And she said that, yeah, take you. Wow, you repossessed a ticket. She's waiting at the arena for you still. (laughs) Ghosted (laughs) sister. Hey, that's love though. Sorry, Vanessa. She she knew I wouldn't be asking. So does that mean you you had to fly out here for that? Yes. And then you got, and then clearly there's a combo like, yo, get a couch. What are we doing? And then, you know, next thing you know, you guys are living together. So clearly, we don't need to get into the nitty gritty but clearly <laughs> things were fine yeah at no. the pick at the uh you know at, at the, the air- uh, well I, I picked him up at the airport uh, and i told him i was like look i don't want to get in trouble we're under like your you know contract and we're not trying to get in trouble and for paradise being hasn't in, even aired yeah yet. paradise yeah, hasn't, hasn't even, uh, aired yeah yet. hasn't aired yet so i was like so i don't want to like pick you up in the line outside and like awkwardly side hug you because i mean who meets in a car that's weird weird stuff weird stuff um and so i was like so i'm gonna come in but we have to be discreet okay and i was like super serious about it and my i gotta i gotta put this one in there too so we had been talking and she she had been flirting with me on like you know on facetime and stuff and she was like oh yeah i just want to give you a big kiss when i see you right <laughs> oh god so we see each other there airport she's like all dressed up and cute and i'm like it's this amazing like romantic moment i'm like this is a this is you awesome. have to say how i was dressed up though oh well she was dressed up she had like this uh mustache, go- mustache and glasses huge with a big old nose like, uh, <laughs> that's not discreet, not discreet. <laughs> <laughs> and so i'm like i go and she takes him off i give her a hug and i go in to go give her a kiss because like she was like just telling me how she wanted me to kiss her in the airport kind of thing and uh she turns away uh, did she she gave me the, the she uh, gave me the head turn and I was like oh, oh my god I'm so like and here I am I'm like oh shoot like I just made this whole thing awkward I came I went in for the kiss yeah you're I just like is my flight like, refundable can I, was, I just turn right around in the yeah, turnstile I was like should I just go back like, through you weren't what I was expecting and so, <laughs> and so I was like oh she thinks I'm ugly like this is bad and then she like she like looks at me and then like uh it like a couple seconds go by it's a little awkward and then she goes and gives me the kiss and i'm like oh so you want to be the one <laughs> i see how this is like see and in my head bad. the internal dialogue there was like really like right here is this the moment because i did i loved what i uh, saw and i did feel like okay this is gonna be like a memorable like first kiss could be the last first kiss ever like do i want to do it right here in this airport right and then i got in my head i'm like Okay, if not right here, it's going to be in the parking lot in a second, and that's less romantic for sure. So yeah. okay, and that was my in my head. <laughs> what airline was? What terminal are we at here? Is this like a Southwest vibe or definitely um, Spirit? Yeah, Spirit. <laughs> so Spirit Alaskan kiss. Airlines. <laughs> Very nice. Alaskan's okay. Spirit. Well, not that's now. What... That's the one with the door, right? The door. Oh missing. yeah, but I'd rather take a door going loose on Alaskan than, than roll the dice with Spirit. I got my flight like last minute, so it was it was either pay six hundred dollars. No, I'm not judging. I, mean, hey, I was. 600 bucks for a Southwest or American or a hundred bucks. But women don't know how hard it is to initiate the kiss because men, like I, my wife, the first time I tried to kiss her, and you see like, if you go to, uh, to kiss on an angle, they might turn away. I went dead on and she backed up. Oh, she no. backed up like uh, like it was like um, the matrix. Like she I'm was curious dodging to know what her internal dialogue was there. No idea. And then, hmm. and then she had the, du- she did like the double chin, like what? <laughs> And then you're and, like, oh, uh, I don't want to kiss you now. Now we're having a baby, so it's fine. But, you know, sometimes you, you just figured it out. go with your gut. But you sometimes your gut's out. like, all right, not yet, Dave. No, I was like, we were on a roof watching the sunset. I thought yeah. this was the moment. You don't do this with friends. What are we doing? <laughs> all right, so concert goes well. Yep. And um, and then you're back to long distance. Right. Um, at what point did you nearly die? Is that after uh, the concert? That was literally two weeks or two or three weeks after the concert. All right, yeah. so let's stick to the timeline. Yep. You go out so, fishing. I love this story. It's brought me to tears yeah. listening to it. 
but just give us the spark notes. Um, basically, so uh, me and Aaron, we've been hanging out a lot since The Bachelorette. Like since day one, I got Aaron back. S. Aaron S. Yeah, I got off the show. I literally texted him as soon as I got off the show and we started hanging out that very day. Um, and we just became best buds. We'd go surfing all the time together. And uh, I mean, we'd both been on boats before, both been deep sea fishing and he was wanting to buy a boat. And so he went, I went with him to Anaheim. We bought this boat together, or he bought this boat, but he said it was our boat. So it was like, we bought it together, you know? They really did. Um, they went and searched at all of the boats throughout the, you know, yeah. going to look at all and of I them. Mean, and this thing was gorgeous, man. I mean, it was completely redone. It had a new, uh, new liner, new stringer in it. Like it was just, uh, the boat was beautiful. And so we go, we got this boat. He took it out. We took it out, made sure we did all the systems check. He got a 30 point inspection done. Everything was good with this boat. Nothing was wrong with it. We go out um, and we spent time at the bait dock. Like we made sure everything was tight. There was no water getting on the boat, right? We go out, we're out there for about three hours. And by the third hour, we're fishing kelp patties, going searching for Dorado. And all of a sudden, like, you know, one of our buddies, Gavin, he, he tags a fish and it starts like, you know, the line starts dragging, it starts getting dragged under the boat. And so the boat has an offboard engine and offboard engines, you're supposed to be able to lift them up and nothing's supposed to, you know, nothing's wrong with it, right? Aaron goes to lift the offboard engine to make sure that the line doesn't get tangled because the line wasn't tangled or anything. It was just under, it just got, started getting drawn under the boat. And so as soon as he lifted the offboard engine and stepped onto the uh, surf deck or the swim deck, the boat just started taking on water. And within a, within a matter of like a minute, the boat was completely underwater. And that's gotta be the fastest way to sink a boat because it's kind of like, you're just like scooping into it, it, it feels like. Oh, got, versus like just a bubbling off. leak at the bottom mm -hmm. or something. It was, I mean, the other day I was watching the Meg and like the way like that boat went down after the Meg hit it, like that's how, that's how it felt. when You're we the bachelor's Meg. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and I had like, I had a full blown panic attack with my dad watching that, watching that movie back. Cause it was just like so similar to how it felt when we were out there. Cause you're out there, there was nothing around you for miles and miles and miles. And it was just like, you just are like, holy crap, I'm stuck in the middle of the ocean. Now you guys have sort of first responder experience. Aaron's a firefighter mm -hmm. oh, and you, right. you're a national guard, correct? Uh, yeah, so I was, I was army. My dad was army. My uncle was a uh, uh, Orange County Sheriff. And then our buddy that was with us was also a firefighter. And no offense to the army, doesn't prepare you for a boat sinking right I mean, away. No, not, I mean, we don't, the army doesn't really deal too much with the ocean. <laughs> we're know? land guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, land. If the boat blew up on a desert, <laughs> we would have known what to do. But. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So what's going on? You guys have life vests and all so that? So my dad, like was, my dad was clutch uh, in that moment, like while the boat was going down, he went and he had grabbed life vests. He had grabbed, cause he was the only one wearing a life vest cause he was our gaffer. So he's like the guy pulling the fish in the boat. Like once like, you know, once we caught him or whatever. And we hadn't caught any, by the way, it was kind of, kind of a rough day. And um, when he went to go, uh, when the boat was going down, he ran over to the cubby where the life vests were, grabbed them, just threw them off the boat and threw a life, like through the, um, threw an ice chest off the boat as well. And so when we were in the water, like he just grabbed all the life vests and we started putting them on. I had actually gotten wrapped up in the fishing line though. And so the fishing line had started, like as the boat sank, it started pulling me down to the bottom of the water. Like, you got your designer jeans on still? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, Who's I, trying I, to get rid of those? I, well, I. I ditched him as like as soon as we got in the well, water. It's funny but, though, Aaron yeah. did not. Oh, they, he's I, I knew someone kept their clothes on. Oh, no, Aaron Aaron had his Viore jeans on or his Viore pants oh, on. Oh, can we get a brand deal, Viore? Come on. <laughs> well, the, yeah, the igloo chest needs to. I know, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We named it Wilson. Put our hand on it. <laughs> it was funny once we got saved. The boat, like the ice chest, started floating off, and my uncle, like he's a comedian, he's funny. Um, yeah. The boat was like the ice chest was floating off and he's like wilson no oh. i'm sorry and, and the rescuers were like comedians as well everyone was just like the this it was 
great vibes and, for what had and happened. Can you even see anything on the horizon? Are you completely just bobbing in the water? So where you're at, you can see you can see the shore, not the shore, but you can see the mountains like of the main. Gotcha. So like we just kind of pointed in that direction and started kicking, and um, I mean it was the scariest three and three and a half hours, four hours of my life. I mean, what were you, were you more worried about the cold waters or sharks? Like what are you? Mm, well, he um, was bleeding too from yeah, that fishing line being you, cut out. Oh my gosh, there's yeah. blood involved. He had stars yeah, on so, his arm. From yeah, out of here because my, my dad had cut me free of the fishing line so that was part of it well too. because let me just say from an audience standpoint we just see an article like so and so their boat goes down oh, and it's no. like you know we're used to clickbait we're like all right oh. whatever and then you start you know uh what's her face the reporters interviewing people and i'm going god damn this is a real deal Sarah, yeah, yeah. No, it was it was the craziest thing and i mean by the grace of god those guys were out there and it was it was crazy when i talked to and tj and chris is their names but like uh when we were out there, like they actually like they said they weren't planning on even going out that day. Mm -hmm. Like they were running late to dropping their kids off at school. Like, I mean, it was kind of a perfect time, perfect place moment. And like they ended up just seeing us bobbing up and down the water because we had that ice chest. Like, I mean, it was a it was a four to five foot windswell. So I mean, you're not you can't see our heads or our life vests. Like, we are underwater essentially most of our body except for our head because that's all the life vests were really keeping up. So the only thing floating on top was that ice chest that my dad decided to throw off. And they just saw a reflection of that ice chest and came over to see what it was and found us just floating there. And they were like, hey, can we get a ride? <laughs> and so, and were you, I mean, were you like freaking out by that point? I, what, like, because you could easily go several days without people seeing you out there. Oh, you're yeah. not, oh, well, they were honestly, you're, you're probably not going to last. Yeah, you're probably not going to last several days out there because the water's so cold. Well, when I saw it, when I saw Joey's just the latest episode of The Bachelor, mm -hmm. they went surfing with full body wetsuits. I don't think people realize SoCal is ice cold water. Yeah, no, ice it was, cold. It was about like 65, like in the water. Yeah. So, I mean, your body temperature, you're about yeah. at 98. Like you're and overnight, it's not going to be yeah. fun. Oh my gosh. I was, that was the fear is it was just like, you know, we don't make it by nighttime and we weren't going to make it by nighttime. We would have, we probably would have all died. I mean, it was, mm. we, and we, we had recognized that, but I think what was amazing about it is it was the group of people we had out there. It was just, we were cracking jokes. I mean, I wish we had audio or like <laughs> what was going on in our conversations. <laughs> they were just, it was the most ridiculous conversations <laughs> like you could ever have. And so. Um, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? You know, you just shoot the shit. So no cell phones or. So Aaron did have a cell phone originally, um, and but it didn't work. And it was it was kind of crazy because when the boat originally went down, he had signal for two seconds and he went to call his dad, but his phone had gotten waterlogged. And so like it showed like the seconds like, you know, going away like one, two, three, like he, his dad had picked up and there was just like, he was like, dad, I saved my boat. Like, I need you to call it because we weren't able to get a mayday or a distress call out at all. And like. I mean, that was probably the worst thing of it all. Like, that was so what came part. faster, the, the the fishermen seeing you, or at at any point were people starting to get worried back at home, or I mean, because it's like four hours isn't that long to like start to wonder where anyone is. Exactly. Well, if our relationship was so new, or else you know, if she's I would liking have. she's liking your photos. He's not responding <laughs> to me. Why is he only? Not, he's not even liking them back anymore. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, there was there wasn't really no one really had any idea. What was going <laughs> we brought on. you here actually to the boats. Yeah, so not to trigger. You, but let's go for so, another start redemption here. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, it was just no one really knew what was going on. I mean, we would have been out, we probably would have been dead before anyone realized we were gone. No, and that's not hyperbole. And you been told the wrong place. So even like your aunt oh, yeah. Jojo, like, so his uncle um, was there, and Aunt Jojo would have recognized that you guys weren't coming home, but you guys told her a different place that you guys, you yeah, guys changed last minute. Yeah, Cra yeah crazy. 
crazy different story would have been told if you, if you didn't have this miracle happen. But honestly, though, that miracle kind of led to this miracle of just getting me. Christina. Yeah. Back to me. I was going to say, to, to going on driving with Dave? I don't Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and oh, that's Boys can dream. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, it was. It yeah, was what's your first call? Like, how does that, like, what's the post? Mm. Yeah, you, know, you dry off, then. She, well, she was my first call. So we got back to the docks and. Um, we had uh, Gavin's Gavin's wife, Maddie. She ended up picking us up and taking me and my dad back to my apartment to get my car, my key, my spare keys, and then like my dad had another phone. And so uh, as soon as we got that other phone, like I'd reached out to Insta, to Christina on my dad's Instagram, and I was like, "Hey, this is Brayden." I was hoping that she would like not like ignore the text. I was like, "Hey, this is Brayden." Like. I just had this crazy experience, please call me. Like, uh, and I gave her the number of the phone, so. And by the way, guys are used to exaggerating. Oh, it was wild, you know? So like, I wonder if, like, how do you even communicate? Like, hey, I, 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 my, know, I almost like, died, you know what I mean? Well, like, I get did, the whole, like, yeah, I feel like both him and I underplay things so much that I, I was just like, I did not, yeah, I took it very seriously and I was almost telling him to take it more seriously. Especially coming from a different number, I would say. That's kind of... Well, it was on the Instagram and I happened to see his dad's message. I was probably just like refreshing, like, why is he not messaging? You know, <laughs> <laughs> now I have his location. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are you hanging out in the kelp paddy? Who are you with? What's going on? <laughs> Who is she? <laughs> but yeah, so that kind of led to me like reaching out to her and really asking her. That was when I asked her to be my girlfriend and it was, so it was 918 is when I finally asked her to be my girlfriend and um, and I was just like, hey, like this put a lot of things into perspective for me. And I like life is short. I mean, you could die tomorrow in a boating incident and you, you know, you can't do anything about it. So why waste time anymore? Like, because one of the biggest things I feel like we do is we follow these social norms of, OK, we should be boyfriend, girlfriend for this long or we should talk for this long or we need to do this for this long before we really take that next step, you know, to make sure we don't have any doubts, you know. And I think it was just in that moment, I was like, I love this girl. I never told her I love her and I am about to die right now. And I never said it. And so that was probably the biggest wake up call for me that it's like, Hey, like if you really, if you really love something, then you need to put yourself out there, be vulnerable and not, not feel like you have to follow these timelines that, you know, people make up. Yeah. Yeah. Time, time is an illusion that we create to sort of contextualize Mm -hmm. what, uh, what we're doing here on earth. I said, I love you to my wife way before she said it. And I was like, I'm not fucking around. I'm not going to do the, when are we going to do this thing? Right. I know I love but you. But you were saying it because you meant it, not because you're expecting anything back. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I was that's, asking that's... for a blow job. So. <laughs> I, I love you. No. I, yeah. No, I was she's just, pregnant. Yeah, hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> Life comes at you fast, right? Uh, boy, that's the most expensive Ooh. I love you I ever said. She is expensive these days. <laughs> Furniture prices. Um, but yeah, so that's, I mean, now that's, so you had obviously this traumatic experience, but on your end, how did you feel to him? Okay. So this is, yeah, this is actually, you're going to love this. Uh, on my end, I had I was super stressed that day because I had a parent teacher conference for, oh for Blakely gosh. May, and so I was like, "It's a new teacher this year," and and I was going in, and he knew I was like uh, not n- really nervous, but just you know it was a thing that was happening that day. So he had called me actually from the boat and said, "Hey, you're home, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Okay, we're still on the boat. Bye." And um, he had sent an edible arrangement like to me and Blakely with you know chocolate fruits just being like good luck today and have fun. it was so sweet and like so if things would have been different and uh, he didn't come back from that boat trip uh, you know that would have been the last thing I thought until a few days later a package arrived and he had forgot that he had sent this but a package arrived 
and uh, he had sent me. <laughs> you want to tell us a stand-up urinal for a female. A female urinal. Like, like, I've seen these. Yeah, it's like a beer yeah. bong with yeah, yeah, right. Sure. Because I was like, she had peed in her car. Um, <laughs> Hold like on. Cup. Okay. Love. <laughs> Men show love through very practical gadgets. Right, but but let's just say like that just shows up and I'm like, how do I even explain this? Like the world doesn't even know we're like together. I can't make him look like this creep, but like at the same time, if I, would have died, it would have been I guess I can never, I guess I can never pee normal again. I just have to, I don't, this is his wish. I mean, that's the, that's a big deal. I mean, in my opinion, I think like, you know, changing the way a girl pees for the rest of her life. I mean, you had to Yeah, on life, you did it. You <laughs> so did how long from there did you start to make the plans to to live together? Um, I mean, as soon as we were boyfriend, girlfriend. Well, be, I came to visit him oh, yeah. right because all that was happening. And I'm like, I don't even care if you're working or whatever. Like, I don't care. I'm going to get an Airbnb. If you can see me, great. Like, but like you're, I don't feel, I feel like you need to process this and like, cry with me, be with me, like whatever you need. Mm. Like, I want to show you, like, I want to be there like uh, for, me selfishly and I think you know I could help you as well and so with his family because his dad and uncle were there on the boat as well so going to see them was a really emotional time for the entire family so I really bonded with them too was that the first that. time you met them yeah oh my gosh yeah because I had been uh, yeah if I had gone out there they'd even ask like oh we want to meet her we want to meet her and we could only get, go for a couple days at a time because we were trying to like navigate through both of our schedules with work and um he was like well maybe but you know to be honest like I don't really want to share her like you know I'd, I'd love for you to meet her but not this time that she can only come for two days and we were already planning trips but this one we're like no we're going we're going to meet the family and it was it was yeah it was really how exciting special amazing and i mean from there we kind of i mean it kind of just hit the we just hit the fast track really I well mean. he's a nurse so he has to renew a traveling nurse you have to renew the contract so mm. it was like all right this is coming up and if i renew i'm here for six months we were like no f that like and so i ended up blue i transferred mm -hmm. my license to tennessee and started planning to move to come out here uh we ended up getting the invite to the golden wedding well let me tell you let me tell you something I, I'm already, like, I've already loved your story. I've already known your story because I follow these things closely. Mm. I was watching Golden Bachelor on a slight delay, and I was so upset that I saw some tweets. Oh, no. And I go, and I did, but I was like, I don't, no, no. I was like, I, you know, I was like, like I, what? No, no, I just, I, I like, didn't see it I was like, honey, because my wife's like, she'll watch when I'm like, you got to watch this. I like screen everything for her because she's kind of like, ah, whatever. And I was like, you got to watch this. And then we watched it together. But tell us, tell us. The, the game plan, the, the yeah. thought process behind yeah. this. Yeah, I mean, I really wanted to. I really wanted to propose to her before I came out. I mean, that was one of the biggest things for me. Um, I was in this mindset where I'm like, you know, not only do I love her, not only do I have no doubts, and I'm sure that I want to marry her, but I also want to set a good example for her daughter too. You know what I mean? And like show her daughter like the type of love that she deserves as well. Because I mean, you got little eyes watching you. And so, I mean, those two factors were big ones. And at the time, I mean, my car had, I needed to get a new, new car before driving out here. Cause like my car was, it had been like six years. I had 200,000 miles on it. I did try, I did a home health hospice for over a year. So a lot of driving. And so uh, I went and I had to buy a new truck. And so as far as like getting a, getting a ring and stuff like that, it was, I was price shopping. I was looking, I was like, can I make it? Can I make an engagement ring? Like I was going through all these things. Yeah, you're whittling and, together some earrings. Yeah, right. And so uh, I had been talking to, I had been talking to the show and I was like, yeah, like I, um, they were just asking me cause we were supposed to just do an update on me moving out to Tennessee. And I was telling them, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm gonna. Oh, like they were gonna do like a post paradise update. Yeah, they were just gonna go over how like, you know, we were planning, I was planning on moving out there with her and stuff like that. And uh, I just kind of told them, I was like, yeah, like, you know, I'm moving out there. I was like, you know, I'm actually gonna be planning on proposing her to her this year and they were just like they're like what they're like really 
And they're like, you, and it was so funny the conversation because they're like, you guys, like you have grown so much since the first time we met you on The Bachelorette. Do they have like a bat line they call it? They just like break glass and then like Neil Lane's on the other end. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's what Basically, <laughs> actually, yes. God that's bless them. Felt like, they're Luckily, like, the demand's not too high for weddings at this hour in the yeah, Bachelor world. They were like, <laughs> let's, they're like, let's make this happen. I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah, let's make this happen. I'm like, well, would it be okay with Gary and Teresa? That was like my first question I had. And they're like, well, they're like, I don't think that they would have any issue with it. But again, for me, I wanted to make sure because I don't want to, that was the biggest thing for me. I know a lot of people say it's faux pas and like, you know, don't do it. It's, like, but people try to relate it to a normal wedding. Yeah. Gary and Teresa not. get a free wedding. It yeah. go, it's with the producer. It's like, you know what I mean? It's and like, so, they, they understand who's well, paying the bills. Gary also like, they're friends. They've been friends for a while. He was one of the first people that knew that we were together. Oh, yeah, I sweet. told Gary at the they, premiere of The Bachelor in Paradise and uh, The Golden Bachelor that I actually had uh, been, me and Christina were girlfriend, boyfriend. And so he was they like the first They text all the time yeah. and talk. Well, a lot of things on the show, it's easy when you can see if something's staged, but you looked shocked. Oh, I, you can tell. Like anyone that knows me, I was. you could see my eyes at first. I'm like... What are you doing? You're like, like I'm not prepared for this. What are you doing everyone right now? You're going off start, script. <laughs> I love everyone starts turning around one at a time, and I'm yelling at go get up. <laughs> well, me too. You know, like like you said, I was kind of like a little bit. Uh, Would you say a soft villain? And so people start turning. I'm like, what did I do wrong? <laughs> everyone hates me. She's like, she's like, it's the Bachelor all over again. Most, people, most people want attention on their own terms, but it's like I wasn't. I didn't plan this. What's so uh-huh. so. So well, you called much... me a pain in the butt in the proposal. Yeah, yep. great. So, how much time did you? How much advance notice did you have that this was going down? <laughs> um, literally the day before is when we all when we started planning this. I mean, it was it ended up being like a shotgun proposal, so to speak. I mean, it was it was pretty amazing how fast it got put together. I mean, I talked to her mom, and it was funny when I called her mom. I actually called the wrong mm-hmm. person and like asked the wrong Let person to propose to their daughter. <laughs> They're like, wait, uh, who is this? Yeah, like, exactly. Wait. And so it was kind of a funny, it was a funny moment. It's kind of embarrassing. They let her like, go, him go on for three minutes. Yeah, I literally went on for three minutes about how I love their daughter. And like, <laughs> I have no doubt in my mind I wanted to marry her. And then I'm like, oh, wait, wrong person. Uh, oh, so awkward. funny. So, but I talked to her mom, talked to her dad, got approval from both of them. I That's scary, her. right? Oh, it was... I mean, yeah, it was definitely nerve-wracking to have those conversations. Was it a quick yes from them, or were, were um, there any mom, stipulations? Yeah, no, I mean, uh, her dad her dad wanted me to come out, wants me to come out and visit him. I still haven't gotten to, because uh, we had really bad weather. Um, right. The first week I came out here, I was supposed to go out there and visit, and then we haven't been able to match our schedules up, really. But, um, so, that's the only thing, is, like, uh, you know, wanting to go, you know. Meet him in person. Him in person. Of course. Only, I met her whole other family, but just her dad's the only one I haven't gotten. And so, um, yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of how it all went down. And then she said, yes, thank God, and um, made me sweat a little bit for it. But, uh, yeah, now here we are living together out here in in, um, Tennessee. I mean, you must, I mean, really, though, if that goes sideways, I mean, it's going to go viral either way. You know, (laughs) it's going to go, it's like any, like, Jumbotron proposal. It's going viral either way. But what if, what a fantastic moment. And then did it change anything in the relationship or is it a formality for you guys? Like, what, what was the vibe? Like, Christina, did it? Does it feel different having that that commitment or what? So I think that it's really nice, especially with, you know, my daughter, Blakely, being in the house, like kind of setting that example. Like we were fine not having that, but to kind of show like, hey, he's not leaving as far as like parenting goes mm-hmm. and whatnot. And uh, I think it's kind of nice in that way. And yeah, I don't, I, I told him before, like, hey, if it ever comes to like proposing, like let's maybe go on a hike and find a rock and make a ring. I don't like care about 
bougie things like that or, uh, or the ring or i think that would be really sweet and, she and special really does it. i mean even during the proposal like she was like <laughs> it was funny trying to get her to get her nails done was the hardest thing in the world i mean she was like she's like why do i have to get my nails done you love the fact that like i don't need all this i was missing stuff. three acrylics maintenance and i'm like no you need to get your nails done like it's i was like, like we're not gonna do out. this disservice to old gear bear here yeah and have crusty and nails and i was like well why don't you kind of like just like let's hang out we have a hotel oh, she room tried, together she tried seducing me man like she literally was like she's rubbing the bed like, we haven't said this you're getting the she's like the here. bed is so comfy looking and rubbing like, it with my missing acrylics yeah she, she's like rubbing the bed trying to look all sexy i'm like i'm not touching you with those jank yeah, ass nails these ain't network nails <laughs> and i'm like oh okay and then in my head my internal dialogue once again was like wait I think that he's testing me because, you know, this California guy coming to Nashville, like maybe he thinks that I can't handle a guy with nail polish. I, he needs this. I'm going to agree to the nails. Let's go. So I was just like, he picked it out and all this. I'm like, just like, for I'm, you, babe. I was like, I'm going to get a manicure. I'm going to get it one by myself. Well, because I mean, they need a close, you need the close up shot. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a big deal. Oh, here. no, I would have been, yeah, not as, not as uh, ecstatic. So normally, like, like, here's my ring. In, in today's world, you're in, you know, you're influencers, you guys know how it works. You know, you propose and then you kind of like tell your close friend and normally you tell your close friends, you work on the big announcement post. This is like, it's out. Dude, it's yeah. out. It's out. I, uh, we FaceTimed Blakely and then I threw my phone. I'm like, I am not touching that thing. Oh, she did not touch it for I'm like not a I know people were worried. They were like, it. we haven't heard from her. <laughs> and of course I'm, I'm the psycho who's like making hourly content. I'm like, we don't have an update. And then you post, we've got an update. We we're still good. You I know? love that. No, I, I, so we took a few photos and there's actually still some missing footage. That I don't remember who took the video. I thought it was charity, but it's not on her phone. Uh, someone took a video of us dancing on the uh, dance floor where he's on my back and then Wells is on some Someone's shoulders and it's like I've been waiting to put this whole big video from all the content and I'm missing that one video I need to just post it anyways but I was like there's so much to gather and I didn't have my phone and you know this is a huge 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 experience that everything is happening right now like I don't need to have my face in my phone and there's like plenty someone's, of gonna, pictures someone's gonna get the shot right now Wells predicted this with you right Brayden didn't he tell you yeah. get, get out of here and go get a southern lady it was funny because I was like I had that clip because I remember him saying that in paradise he's like go get yourself a southern bell and I was like he told me that like that was like that's wild for them and to so, put it in the in the footage too it's yeah awesome. I was I mean it was kind of it was kind of perfect I was like wow I mean he's a psychic so if you need relationship advice well, or you, you know got any questions I was gonna say what's the bachelor community like like we'll park here and just finish in a minute or two. Yeah. What's the bachelor community like here in Nashville? We have Wells here and then a few others. There's yeah, Caitlin. Caitlin, uh, of course. I saw you just met up with Mercedes. Uh, yeah, she did she's last moving, episode. Though, but we, you know, her and I've gone out a few times. It's always so much fun. She's so sweet. She is. So many sweet people here. Mm -hmm. um, so mainly us. You tell sweetest. me. If, you, well, of course. <laughs> you tell me if this needs to be cut out. But I hear you're a celebrity, Braden, in the um, in the penile world. Is this the penile? The, pr world. the prison. Oh, oh I gosh. thought you were talking about something. I was else. like penile. I was, I was like, like, is that even the right word? I, like, I don't did, know. I was like, did my. I mean, yeah, uh, I no like, comments. <laughs> yes, he is. Did my penis get out? I was like, what? <laughs> I thought Drake just that whole leak. Yeah. Thing, yeah. Wait, sorry, wait, I was like, I was like, my heart started beating. I was like, oh no, babe, what did you post? That's a separate. Episode. I accidentally sent yeah. him a different picture on accident. Um, yeah, no, yeah, that's how Braden and I met. We no, got this the is... uh, full, full package. <laughs> I actually, I got a travel nursing job. Like the the nursing job I got out here was actually at the men's prison. It's like the maximum security like death row prison out mm -hmm. here and so i'm walking into the unit like it's a death row inmates with like guys that are like i mean they're they're serial, serial killers these guys yeah. are like i mean done crazy stuff and i'm walking in and i go to go past meds to all the cells 
And one of them just shouts out, hey, that's the mother effer from The Bachelor. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, the whole pod, like, the whole cell, just, like, everyone starts going out, like, oh, shit, like, this is the guy from The Bachelor. And they're like, no, he's not, he's not wearing his earrings, because you can't wear earrings in the in the prison. And they're yeah, like, they're like no, that's him, I swear. And they start asking me all these questions. They're like, dude, you look like a bitch when you cried. Like, they're going, <laughs> yeah, oh, like, and I'm like, they're like, and then they're like, but then you brought it back, man, and now you got a fine-ass girl. And, uh, like, they were just going crazy but I that's mean, the thing like it's no surprise you know if, if they can only watch several shows that there's a show like the bachelor because it's one of the it's one of the shows that covers society you know dating relationships yeah. love drama and when you're probably in in a close setting like that you probably crave feeling like you're part of one of these communities mm -hmm. oh definitely i mean and so it was it was kind of a trip for me because it was like you know most of the time like i went in there without my last name on or without because you go into the cells you don't really want them to know your name or your yeah. last name because i mean they still <laughs> these guys still have connections i mean these guys are still like you know big deals and you know whatever areas they came from and i was just like okay i don't want these guys to know who i am and this don't is like a big like death row prison like this is serious it's not yeah, like it's not it's not like uh i assumed you were like at first i was like oh where's a bodyguard just because you're a big guy <laughs> And I was like, no, that's not it. Like, so are you, so you're doing like, um, medical stuff? Yeah. So, I mean, I had, I mean, we had a guy come in, he like, we had one guy that OD'd a couple weeks ago. Um, we've had guys that like, you know, get beat up. Like, I mean, I had this one guy, he came in when his face looked like he got stung like a cartoon character. They got stung by like a whole bunch of bees. And, oh my um, gosh. You moving around too much, Riv? I'll get you out of here in a second, River. <laughs> you do great, buddy. But yeah, no, I mean. Well, that so, one guy too, right before you had gotten there, um, kind of cut off his penile oh yeah as well. there was one guy Whoa. that cut off his penile there's i mean it's <laughs> it's the safest thing you can do threw it at the guard through yeah. this no he like told the warden he's like he's like suck my and he threw it through the uh through oh, the pie flap my. i mean it's but it's a different world, man. I know. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's like prison, working in as, as a prison nurse is a totally different world than I've ever been. Like, you Before know. that, he's at the psych ward, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I've done a lot of crazy different types so of things. So being a stepdad is easy peasy. Well, and being with me. I don't know about wow. that. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm dealing with psych ward and prison guys throwing genitals at each other, but Christina's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally, yes. Honestly, I'm dealing with a psych ward right here, and then I got a little prisoner. I'm just kidding. Yeah. You know, but, but, hey, it all, it all. That's going to be the that's the that's the title yeah. Thing, yeah um well so i i'm a big i'm a big fan of long engagements mine was long i didn't propose right before the pandemic so we took a bit nice um but because i because i hate this question but do you have a date are you thinking like what do you what do you guys what's your plan so we had a serious sit down talk so i actually like before the pandemic i was really this was my main gig was uh wedding planning and i have a party planning company and did engagements and uh, so I know the whole wedding, how the weddings work, and I never imagined myself having a big wedding, but you kind of did, and so I'm so down for that. And so we sat down. I'm like, where? What are we thinking here? And now the more and more that we start to try and plan, I think we might run away and just go camping. I mean, yeah, I'm telling you, it, it makes it look good. It makes yeah. it look good when you think of a. I have a great wedding planner in Tulum. If you do want something small that's like all in one like like you just like you bring 30 40 people and they take care of everything all that's right. what we did and it's actually like you'd be surprised on on, on yeah. the deal you can get but if you do just to go to a low 
Nope, that's good too. Honestly though, that's kind of what I think we're I more wanting to lean towards. Because originally we, we were making a list and like our list got to like, I mean, I had like 140 people on my list. Yeah, it yeah, starts. Got, it's like it's Dave like, Neal. It's like, how do you go? Well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be the chauffeur to get everyone there. Uh, but it, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's like, all right, well, that guy saved me from a boating accident. How do I say no? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, and I mean, exactly. we just like the list kept going on and, and you guys on. are popular cats. So you're going to have a higher than normal acceptance rate, I would think. Yeah. And I would so, think you'd have a pretty, uh, but I mean, when we got down to it, finally, like at the end of the day, I just, I mean, we just love each other. I mean, it's just, and that's kind of what it comes down to. And it's about wanting like the core people that have just been in our lives forever to be there and just like have our community that we do every day with at our wedding. And so, um, I think we're leaning more towards like next doing a year. Small, yeah. Like though, for sure. don't let any pressure March. from outside forces get to you. You just take it on your own time Yeah. because so. marriage is, is, is the energy you bring together. It's yeah. not, mm-hmm. it's not what a, a certificate says, or it's, you know, it's not what your friends think. It's, it's what you guys bring. <laughs> River. River will be there. Look, River. Hey, um, thank you guys oh, so wait, much. Wait, one second. We got one thing for you. So oh, boy. you said something, you said something, you said, Hey neighbors, uh, I'm, when am I going to get my pot? Don't even stop. Right. And so, so I got a pregnant wife at night, home. Don't tease me. Last night we we did make you this pie. Yeah, we so. actually made it. Blakely helped. So what is it? It's so a it's pie. A, That's all that we can yeah, promise. What's well, <laughs> it? Like a chocolate, like a chocolate mud pie kind of. Oh meal. my god! So it's just chocolate chips. There's pudding in there. It's like you know we kind of. I was about to put coffee, but I was like, you know, I know your wife's pregnant. We didn't want to do too much caffeine. So it was like, there's she's no coffee. She's going to flip her. Mm. She's going to love this. Yeah. So oh, that, guys, like, yeah. thank you so much. Yeah, I will return the Tupperware. Yes. No, you're, <laughs> yes. <laughs> a game night. We got to get these like yes. weekly or have, monthly game nights. We have chairs we now. We have good game night chairs. Oh, shoot. Nice. Um, thanks again for blessing me with your story. I really mean it. You guys have got a special thing. You're, I've, I liked you both. Uh, your characters and what you brought to the table as individuals and uh, you know I'm excited to to see where y'all go thank you awesome and you know anytime you just can't find someone for the week we'll be here yeah (laughs) pick us up (laughs) 